0: Uh, so, how did you come to be involved with uh, the marker? Um, originally it was um, it was an audition I got presented with through my agents. Um, I met with uh, Justin Edgar, uh, the director and um, and it was slightly different to a usual audition I, I guess um, he, he initially just really wanted to talk about the the world in which the, the film kind of occupies the um, character of Marley um, and, and me as a person, and, and I think from that initial. Conversation um, blossomed something that we kind of, we, you know, we really made a connection with each other and um, we really tried to. Uh, well, I mean, what, what it did lead to then was 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 a, a really quite intensive. Um, prep. Phase. Uh, I mean, Justin asked me how how I like to work as an actor, um, and and I, my my favourite way is to if if you know time allows, which often it doesn't unfortunately. Um, how you know, to, to to have some time with the director to kind of discuss the script to build a character together, and and, and we did have have that luxury in this in this um, project. So that would often lead to many. We'd arranged initially just to, you know, to really get to know each other fully. Once they would offered me the part, and uh, we'd set up meetings once a week, um, and uh, you know, just to discuss the script. And 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 before you knew it, we'd we would go so off piste, and you know, trade war stories or experiences, and 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 often just go go really in a completely different direction, and realize after five hours. Oh uh, sugar, we've only covered like five, ten pages of the script. So all right, well, we've got to carry on next week. And uh, and that process went on for a, uh, a period of months. And um and through that, you know, a real friendship blossomed. And so uh, I, I don't know where it cut off, but we, uh, yeah. So I mean, me and Justin, we spent a lot of time together. And um and with a little indie project like this, it where you haven't got an awful lot of time to shoot and make those sort of creative decisions on set. It really. Allowed us to kind of sew up all those loose ends before we actually started shooting, and, and really develop a shorthand between ourselves. So it was it meant that we could actually spend that time really just um just getting the stuff that we needed rather than having to work things out creatively. I guess.
1: What was your process for getting in the headspace of this character who is a, a criminal who's trying to redeem himself? It seems uh, I don't want to spoil too much of the sure. the film for people that are listening, but you did something very bad. And you're trying to make amends for, it, but that has to put quite a bit of strain on you as an actor. It feels like it's it's so emotionally heavy that it had to weigh down on you a little bit.
0: Completely, completely. um and and with him being such a central role in the film, I and mean, it's not like a, an ensemble piece. It's it's pretty much um, tracks his journey as a as a as a as a you know as a as a young guy trying to make his way through life. Um, uh, how I prepared for it. I mean, there's, there's an awful lot of life experience that I can draw from um, without going into too much detail, but you know, I mean, I, I went to quite a rough school and and through growing up you're exposed to sort of, I mean, I grew up in London and you're kind of exposed to all manner of you know things, I guess, violence and sexual abuse and not me specifically, but um, you know, it, it was never far away, shall we say. Um, so it, it was a, it was an area that was relatively familiar um and yet there's nothing really that can quite prepare you as an actor for once the well you know once the starting pistol goes so to speak you kind of um the, you you have to be open and 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 willing to engage with whatever's thrown in front of you um and because it was such an intense shoot there were there was there's always a time it's usually after a week or two I mean, I was working six days, six day weeks, um, sort of sixteen hour days. Often, you'd finish working, drop your clothes at costume, take your makeup off, and pretty much have a bite to eat, quick beer, and go to bed. And when you just live in that role in such a um, intense way, you end up the, the. the crossover for me usually comes when I start dreaming as the character. That's when I know that boundaries are becoming blurred slightly. And 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 yet, you have to immerse yourself in a role like this. There's no there's no point in sitting on the fence. I, th- I think. Um, so as as for for me, it was incredibly important for um, for Marley's journey and and his sort of emotional path, I guess, to to feel really visceral, to be something that the audience can relate to. Um, and and in immersing myself in that way, I, you know, I, I hope that some of that carries across on screen as well. So,
1: at the end of the shoot, um, is it was it easy to just uh, to break yourself free of the character, or did it kind of remain with you for a little bit, to, and you had to go through a process of just becoming yourself again?
0: Um, strangely enough, there was a there, there was just um, a project that I worked on. Um, previously, uh, a project called Snow in Paradise, uh, which was a s- different but similar sort of demand on, on, on oneself as an actor. Um, and it was more so on that project that it was more difficult to, to let go afterwards. Um, but having been through that process during that time, um, I also learned quickly to ring fence certain parts of my private life, um, to really sort of. Make sure you can get back to home base with no <laughs> and be safe about it you know um i mean it sure you need to decompress a little bit afterwards and um and there's nothing like uh, you know the one would hope a reasonably stable home life to to allow that to take place but, yeah uh, it's, you know it's 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 never easy it's never easy i have to say but it's uh, crucial for one's sanity. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, when it comes to the roles that that you choose, do you have a particular type that you like to play, or are you pretty much open to whatever comes around?
0: Um, no, I mean my parameters of of the roles that I take on um, are you know are pretty wide, I guess. Um, I mean it's it's by its nature. You do one project, people see that project, and they think, okay, he would be good in that role. So there's a sort of succession of events that take place which you know, can seemingly put you into a certain character uh, category or you know genre of, of of characters but no I mean as for me it's not so much about the the type of character it's more about is there something I can get my teeth into is there depth character is there does it raise questions for myself as a human being you know does it does it make me ask questions about my my own being as a person and and um you know i mean i think by nature i'm quite curious as a person um you know i like to lift the lid on on maybe certain areas of life that often in society we we tend to shut out and 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 be you know it's also part of why i love love the, the profession that I do so much, you know, because it it really takes you to all manner of places as long as you're open to to go there and and like I said, you know, leave those breadcrumbs for yourself to get back again. Then <laughs> then uh, then yeah, you know, it's, it's 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 a it's it's a very fulfilling job.
1: Uh, up to this point, what's been your uh, favorite role to play so far?
0: <laughs> um, there's been. <sighs> And if I can earmark it down to one specific role. I mean, uh, that first uh, project I had called Snow in Paradise, um, that was a real journey for me as a person. And I mean, equally with the director and the people we worked with, there was was something really epic about that journey that we all went through um, in the process of making that film. So that's something that will stick with me for life. Um, But then, you know, roles like Metallo on Supergirl, it's something much more... Um, at first glance, kind of surface level stuff. It's, you know, it is what it is. You're a, you're a super villain who can shoot uh, laser beams from his chest, you know, and, and and has to tussle with Supergirl and Superman, you know. How much emotional depth goes into that, you know, what one can question. And yet, I had so much fun doing projects like that as well, you know. Um, I mean, working on Mission was phenomenal. I learned so much from from Tom Cruise, from Chris McQuarrie, from, from all the uh, cast involved in that. Um, Having finished uh, Angel Was Fallen last year, you know, blowing stuff up and and running around with guns is, you know, it's equally fun. (laughs) You know, you fulfill whatever 10-year-old fantasies you may have. Um, But yeah, no, I mean, there's each role. I I can't specifically put it down to one. Each role offers something different, and it's it's... I, I guess that's the type of roles that I try and search out. As long as there's something in it for me to get my teeth into, then um, yeah, you know, I try and make the best of it. Oh, for
1: the casting process for something like Metallo, how did how did that go down? Did they kind of bring you in and see that you have this? You have this very, very chiseled look, very, very look—a look that I'm very envious of.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if I was,
1: if I lost another hundred pounds, I'd be back to looking like that. But by now, I'm just too lazy to do that. But, <laughs> no, <laughs> but I mean, you have that—you you have a very distinct look. So when they when you came in for auditioning, what what was their reaction to you?
0: Um, well, strangely enough, so um, so I'm based in London. Um, the casting for that we I did um, via. Uh, a self-tape um, and it came very last minute, it got sent to me. Um, I kind of, because I, I, it, it's all those projects are so shrouded in NDAs, you can't, you, you're often given at, at the first stage, you're not given much to go off at all. Mm-hmm. So they gave me some um, a scene to read. Um, uh, you kind of, you have to throw your hat in the ring and, and take a few risks and pitch yourself. You know, as as you would hope best, and 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 sent the tape off. But then, what what took me by surprise is within two hours later, I got a phone call, um, and said, "Yeah, bang, they've got the part." You know, so it's you you can never quite tell uh, a what they're looking for, or b, you know, how long these processes. I mean, often you just don't hear anything back. You know, so to to get the to go ahead after an hour or two uh, was was quite uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: for you personally, what would be uh, your ultimate ultimate uh, dream film to be a part of, or or role to play? Something something huge, or something very very confined and uh, character driven? What would be that perfect thing for you to
0: find? Um. <sighs> Again, I, don't, I mean, it's like, like asking someone what their favorite song is or something. <laughs> I don't know if I can distill it quite down to one specific role, but um, mm-hmm. um, as much as I love the action-starter side of things, you know, you, you get to use your physicality um, as an actor. You get to use um, one's presence. Um, but also, I love, I really love, I mean, I, I shot a film last year, um... Waiting for Anya, which was a a beautiful, beautiful World War II film um, about a a, a Jewish carpenter who has to give away his seven-year-old daughter um, as he's boarding a train to a concentration camp, and uh, manages to throw his daughter onto a commuter train but can't escape himself, and and then ends up setting up a network for smuggling refugee kids um, through France into Spain in the hope that one of them will be his daughter. So it's a very different um, genre of films to work in. You know, it was something extremely character-driven. There was no fighting, there was no... So, like, something like that really allowed me to stretch my legs as an actor as well, you know, in a different way. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know, it's it's, uh, it's really bad answer to your question, I guess. But um, in short, I guess, a film that... For, for me, like anything, whether it be music, whether it be film, whether it be art, whether it be anything with soul, anything with depth, anything with credibility um, you know i guess i guess will will always interest me
1: uh when and where will people be able to see uh, the marker uh, I know in the u s it comes out on the sixteenth of August, but is that a uh, international release date or is that just local for us here in the u s
0: no that's i mean it, the whole the whole situation of uh, of this is kind of take, taken me slightly by surprise because we actually shot it, um, I think two or, th- or three years ago, maybe. Um, so it's, it's, I think it's just just newly released in the uh, in the states. I think, it, I mean, it's it's certainly had a UK release, and um, uh, uh, I think several other territories around the world. But I mean, that's more of a question for the producer. I think, unfortunately, oh, not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, it's, 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 it's amazing and, and really, really, it really makes me happy that you know, it, that a film like this gets, you know, which essentially is a tiny little indie film, gets, gets global traction as well. You know, even if it, that takes a while, um, it's, it's amazing to see how these things still have legs and, and continue to spin, even though you've moved on and kind of almost long since forgotten about the project, I guess.
1: Uh, what other projects do you have coming up?
0: Um, I mean, I, I've, I've been a been a busy boy of late, I guess. Um, so, shot uh, Mission Impossible end of last, well, uh, sorry, uh, no, at the beginning of last year. Then that released in the summer. Then I went off and did uh, Angel Was Fallen, uh, Jerry Butler franchise, which will be out also, I think, on the 23rd of August, I believe. Um, and this World War II film, which will come out later this year. Then I was out in Prague shooting a uh, Netflix show called Letter for the King. Uh, It's kind of medieval fantasy type vibes, which, you know, also fun. Uh, And then I just got back from Toronto, in fact, I'm shooting a a, a truly, truly wonderful film called uh, Big Gold Brick uh, with Andy Garcia, um, Emery Cohen, uh, Oscar Isaac and Megan Fox. And uh, it's, it's a really, really... Um, And you only get these sort of scripts once, once every, you know, really, I'll be honest with you, maybe once a year or twice a year, you know, it's one of these scripts that really jump out at you and, and i would gladly do for free, you know, it was, um, it was, was a really, really, really cool film and the sort of film that I actually like to watch really dark comedy, um, that gets more and more bizarre and absurd as you go on. But, um, but yeah, you know, that's the sort of thing that I actually watch in my spare time. So it's, um. Yeah, and then now out in uh, in in Hungary in Budapest um, shooting a uh, another TV show um, where I play a, a New York gangster boss, um, the the head of the Hudson Dusters. <laughs> so how how good
1: is your is your New York mob boss accent?
0: Uh, it's not not too bad. I mean, it's uh, is based on a uh, a. a a real real life character, um, sort of Irish immigrants um, in the I think late eighteen nineties. Um, so it's 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 a different one to do a kind of Irish New York accent, I guess. Um, and, and it kind of drifts, I guess, between the two. But um, yeah, I'll do my best. <laughs> I mean, I've been working working closely with uh, with a dialect coach on that one, so it's uh, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll see. <laughs> But no, no, it's been, a, it's, 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 again, it's another role that I can have an awful lot of fun with. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's an interesting character and, and it's been fascinating to learn about him as a, you know, as a real life person. I think whilst it's a reasonably fictionalised uh, project, it, it draws from from real life in, in, in lots of ways. So, um, yeah, you know, it's parts of history that I, I didn't know too much about, um, but, you know, it's always always nice to learn. So,
1: in other words, we're going to be seeing a lot of you in the coming months <laughs>
0: <laughs> but my 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 my, my um uh, my, my way of thinking about things is as long as I've got either a film coming out or a project about to start then i'm I'm a happy man because then there's always something to look forward to um but now to have essentially f- five or six projects about to drop this year um, early next year and still be working on stuff. Going on, it's you know, it's, it's, it's a really, really a good place to be, yeah. and uh, yeah, makes my agents very happy. <laughs>